Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. My name is Faith Kutere and today on AgriTalk Show we are talking about seed production. Alice Chesiria has been producing seeds for over 30 years and I am engaging her on this venture. Uh, Mrs. Chesire, when exactly did you start uh, uh, venturing into agriculture? Um, F- Faith, welcome to Makonge Farm. Thank you. It is good to have you around. And I will say that my name is uh, Dr. Alice mm-hmm. Chesire. I omitted the doctor. Yes, I'm you sorry. omitted for your own good, but all <laughs> the same. Yeah. I am still Mrs. Chesire. Mm-hmm. I am a mother mm-hmm. and a producer. And a, and a, farmer in Wasengishu. My farming in Makonge, uh, I'm doing seed production of maize mm-hmm. for Kenya seed. I am also doing uh, grass seed production still for Kenya seed. Mm-hmm. I am breeding uh, livestock, the Asia cow being the dominant cow mm-hmm. in this production for a very long time. I've been working on this farm for 38 years. I think we calculated with yeah, you, 38 yeah, years. Let's talk about maize seed production. Seed production in Makonge farm has been uh, ongoing for, say, 45 years. Mm-hmm. I have been involved on, this, on the seed production for about 38 years. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband, the late Ruben Chesire, was a director of Kenya Seed, and also chairman of of Kenya Farmers Association. Mm -hmm. However, in terms of seed production, he has been producing seed on this farm for over uh, 40 years that I have mentioned, 45 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, The scale that he was doing the seed at that time was on a lower scale. Then we got married and started even venturing into larger production of seed. How has uh, this farming been compared to the normal maize production for commercial use? Is there anything different? Uh, In certain years, we have done uh, commercial maize production. Sometimes we've broken the circle by doing wheat production. However, in most of the years, we have done seed production. And I will tell you, Faith, that both farming in seed production or commercial farming mm-hmm. has its challenges. In terms of commercial maize production, the work involvement is not as much as in producing seed maize. Therefore, maybe a farmer doing on a continuous basis, uh, maybe if you're doing commercial production, you can easily say, yes, I produce commercial maize, and you find um, better profits than you would find in seed production. However, when you concentrate and you have good rains, good years, not like this year that we are in, uh, where we have challenges of rain this year, seed production can become very productive because from here to here, uh, government uh, has been increasing the producer prices. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we also have challenges in terms of fertilizers, in terms of chemicals, Sometimes we feel the chemicals or the fertilizers we are using are not good enough. And uh, maybe sometimes a farmer may buy uh, chemicals 
or even fertilizer that have been adulterated. Mm -hmm. So in that case, mm -hmm. a farmer can use fertilizers that are not good enough and the production can go down. Mm -hmm. And that happens also in terms of weed control. If you're not uh, lucky enough to buy good quality, you can, you can fall into the trap mm -hmm. of uh, poor production and you can have a challenge in production. Uh, maybe you can take us uh, uh, through the process of maize seed production from planting until harvesting. I will tell you, Faith, mm. that uh, farming is a challenge mm. because preparation of fields to plant, to prepare seedbed, to plant maize requires early preparation. You must be able, as soon as you remove your crop, maybe in October, November, it is important to plow in the stovers, so that you don't have to burn. And when it rots inside the soil, then you have a good turn of your soil, which will have preserved some moisture. So you prepare your fields very early. The earlier, the better. Mm -hmm. And when you do planting, it is better even when you can time to do dry planting. Mm -hmm. So you do your fields, maybe first plowing, maybe second plowing. Uh, of course, in between, there is the harrowing. You turn again, and then you harrow, and you plant. Mm -hmm. And during such times, it must be as early as possible when there is no moisture in the soil and you can do dry planting. Mm -hmm. When you are successful with doing dry planting, of course, they will be in order to be sure that you have broken your fields um, to ensure that you have some that you have produced during uh, dry planting, you must also have another crop that you will do once the rains have come so that you are able to divide your lab labor after planting, then you have to do spraying to make sure that uh, there is uh, spraying which you do pre-emergence and then also there is something that you can do after emergence. But most of the time when you do pre-emergence, it's the best so that you have a clean field. Then you must be on the watch for any uh, doodos that will come on the way so that you can do early spraying. They are, they are followed by several sprays that will, will come mm -hmm. during the growing but of course, most of the spray is to kill the weeds mm -hmm. and also to ensure that you don't have things like armyworms. You make sure that there is alley spraying. Mm -hmm. Then there comes a time when you must do your uh, fertilizer top dress mm -hmm. because you've done your first planting fertilizer. Then there will be top, top dress. dress. Then there comes a time that you must rog. You don't want a crop that has too much that has any stillers, you make sure that your planting rate is correct. Mm -hmm. You have planted well. Make sure that you have removed, the, you, you've rocked out any plants that are volunteer. Mm -hmm. or, or are in excess. Yes, of course, that is the, mm -hmm. the excess now. Mm -hmm. The excess, mm -hmm. or maybe the planter over, over um, dropped the planting. Mm -hmm. Then you make sure you rock and you make sure that the distance from one plant to another is correct and that you don't have some that are growing mm -hmm. too much. Mm -hmm. So after you rock your fields and it is clean enough and you have uh, the right rains like you've seen today, mm -hmm. then you follow with another um, top dress. Mm -hmm. Then you must be using the correct um, amount of fertilizer to top dress and you make sure it is good quality top dress so for top your crop. dressing is done twice yes you can top dress your crop twice mm -hmm. and that really that one comes just before your crop starts to tassel so that you have, you make sure that you have enough fertilizer for your crop to fill in the cobs mm -hmm. yeah after that 
once it has grown to a relatively the tassel starts coming you make sure that you ro you remove the tassels from the males from the females the four female lines and of course there is in between the male lines which are also two two males mm -hmm. and then two fem four female lines so how do you categorize maize to male and female yes during uh, when you start producing your maize you are given by say the the contracted farmer is given by kenya seed the female the male lines and, and and the female lines so when you are planting you make sure that you have your two rows of males and of course the rest is for the females mm -hmm. And during the time of removing the tassels, mm -hmm. you remove the tassels only from the female lines to ensure that there is no self-pollination. How do you know it's the right time for pollination? Most of the time, once you have removed the, um, the tassels, mm -hmm. you will always see on the cob that the, the, silk, the silk stage... Uh, normally you see the silk from the cobs and they are normally red and very attractive and therefore it is ready to receive the pollens from the male lines. So during that time, you are hoping that you will have a light wetness, some rain, so that it is wet enough to receive the pollens mm -hmm. from the male lines. Mm -hmm. Once the, it has, the pollination has taken place, then in a little while, for example, from our farm, once the pollination is complete, mm -hmm. then the, female, the male lines are not very useful mm -hmm. in terms of growing of the crop. So most of the time we cut out them once it has completed, and most of the time in this farm we turn it into silage. Mm -hmm. And that silage is actually what we will, uh, after we have ground and preserved it under, underground or even on service, mm -hmm. we have made it into a good silage, mm -hmm. then it is ready for feeding to the dairy cows. Mm -hmm. While the rest of the maize is drying, the, in most of the time, once you've removed the maize lines, in fact, there is a greater aeration, and it, that is in the times of like October, November, and you start harvesting the, the female lines. Mm -hmm. And that is what we now grade in our, we take it to our stores, we grade them in readiness to take it to Kenya seed. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, Kenya seed will send contracted lorries mm -hmm. to come and pick the well-graded maize mm -hmm. to take it for processing at their go-downs mm -hmm. in Elgon Downs, Kitale. Okay, while well, you're doing grading, what exactly are you looking at? Like we said earlier, mm -hmm. during the growing stage, mm -hmm. you're looking for off types mm -hmm. and you are removing, roguing them out. During the time of uh, when they go to the store, the, the people who do the grading have got very keen eye and a very good supervision mm -hmm. to ensure that they remove any maize that is looking off type. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes a, a crop can grow. And then there is one of type that did not grow to the expected um, type that is you're growing. So they are removed at that stage. Or anything which is either rotten or doesn't look good quality for that and, and uniform for the specific maize that you are producing. Mm -hmm. Then everything is put aside. Mm -hmm. yeah. What happens to this of type uh, maize? Most of the time, the off type mm -hmm. are uh, like in our farm. It is it it is it is it is used for feeding the cows. Mm -hmm. But whatever has now gone, because you don't want you want maximum maize mm -hmm. when it goes to Kenya seed. You want the correct amount of weight per acre that you are looking for. So you try as much as possible to send well graded maize to Kenya seed, mm -hmm. so that others when because it gets there. And when they regret again and they find that you've sent maize which has got off types, it is graded again 
at the factory, but you do not get it back to your farm. Now, Mrs. Chesire, I would like you maybe to compare commercial maize production and uh, maize seed production between the two. Mm -hmm. Which do you think is more profitable? Um, I will tell you for sure that uh, even though the prices, the prices of seed is better mm -hmm. um, at the at the harvested stage. Once Kenya seed has processed mm -hmm. and given you the amount of uh, the amount of kilos that you have delivered, mm -hmm. most of the time the conversion can be high mm -hmm. in the sense that uh, maybe you've taken a certain amount but when they convert your maize production is looks low but you must know that to get seed into that level it has taken a lot of work in terms of labor mm -hmm. in terms of m finance in terms of management supervisions it's so intense with seed production mm -hmm. to ensure that you are producing good quality seed. So in terms of um, fertilizing the crop, it requires a lot of keen interest and a lot of uh, supervision. At the tasseling age stage, when you are removing the tassels from the female lines, mm -hmm. it is a very tedious work. Mm -hmm. You have to employ so many workers mm -hmm. and uh, it costs us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So when we don't get the good uh, yield or returns from Kenya seed, we cry a lot because we pay out a lot of money as in terms of labor. So in terms of production, yes, seed production, if you get good um, yield, the expected yield, then you can say seed production is good. But the returns are also very marginal considering the amount of uh, labor and a lot of money that you have to put in. In terms of... Uh, in terms of commercial maize, a commercial producer will come and tell us, you, you are still producing seed, why don't you try going to commercial? In fact, last year it was very good. The, the commercial farmer is a great benefic can benefit a lot from the maize, mm -hmm. particularly when they use well-bred maize that has been properly produced. And Kenya seed produces very good seed. Mm -hmm. uh, seed maize to the farmer yes. but when you use that and you produce mm -hmm. you can get good money mm -hmm. a, a farmer doing commercial maize will say i'm doing a good job maybe um currently mm -hmm. on how many acres of land are you doing maize seed production uh, faith we have been doing in the past of course we've done much more than what we have doing but the last two years we did um, about 500 acres mm -hmm. into seed maize mm -hmm. We have done between 400 and 500 acres of seed maize production in our farm. With 500 acres, how many people have you employed to help um, you? I don't know whether to give you the numbers during the influx of uh, the tasseling of maize, because during the tasseling, if you come, there is a beehive of people. We have up to 500 people in the maize fields, trying to make sure that um, the tassels are well managed, controlled and removed in good time mm -hmm. before kefis comes to right over our crop. Mm -hmm. So we want to be sure that our crop is not written off. So we employ between 300, 500 people. Mm -hmm. Yes, that ah. kind of, that, that number. It always increases maybe from 100 up to 500. At the beginning of the season, we are not as many, but as the season grows, then the maize production, the numbers increases mm -hmm. during tasseling 
and also during harvesting. Mm-hmm. But yes. still you have employees who are here permanently helping with the farm. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. We have um, a permanent uh, number of people ranging between uh, 150, you know, between, on a continuous basis maybe because of security and uh, Uh, and dairy, mm-hmm. then we have up to 40 people mm-hmm. consistently. Let's talk about the challenges that you face during uh, mid-seed production and how do you counter them? The challenges, definitely, security is another issue because there is the problem you get good quality product into your farm. People are always ready either to steal, either during the fertilizing, you find people are, have got to panya roots of removing your fertilizer from the farm, or even the chemicals. That is a big challenge. Mm-hmm. Security for the products that you've brought into the market, mm-hmm. into your um, into your farm for production. So you need a lot of supervision to ensure that your, your inputs are well protected from uh, being stolen or being mismanaged in terms of usage. Then obviously finance is still not an easy thing because the cost of production generally, electricity is not an easy th- is not cheap. Uh, maybe it's at times when we have to do irrigation, irrigation with power is still a big, big challenge. Mm-hmm. So cost of production is always quite high. Mm-hmm. And... Um, And of course, uh, banks have been quite a challenge until the other day when the government was trying to 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 to, to shut down on uh, banks taking a lot of advantage on uh, fa- on farms. But now, I think I would say generally things are not as good, but better. But I'm also sure there are so many benefits from mid-seed production. Yes, as a as a dairy farmer. I, I get a lot of byproducts uh, from the maize. If you, when you remove the excess, when you remove the pest crop to Kenya seed, then you have the stovers to feed to your livestock. You have got the grains to feed to your livestock, also to feed to the staff and hold some crop that you can even sell. So you have a seed production. You still get a little bit of commercial maize from the mail lines, and you can also get enough to feed your livestock. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the good things that you have. And of course, as I told you, when you get a good crop and you get uh, maize being paid by Kenya seed, obviously the problem is the time taken to pay the farmer. Mm-hmm. It is paid right into the following year mm-hmm. because of the processing system that they have in Kenya seed. So you have your money coming in, mm-hmm. but sometimes it takes quite a bit of time to get your money all into your in your account. So that is those are some of the challenges that you have um, in terms of seed production. Uh, would you advise any farmer to venture into maize seed production? I would advise farmers that still have large scale farms to protect the farms so that it is not all subdivided. I hope government can look into it uh-huh. so that there will be seed production to feed the nation even as we go forward. There's The subdivision of farms into small acreage cannot allow seed production because you need isolation in order to produce a good quality. If you cannot produce maize in a small areas, mm-hmm. so you cannot, that is not seed. You cannot control the pollination, mm-hmm. but you need a larger scale area in order to control the pollination and produce good quality seed. So can we say that many farmers have not ventured into maize seed production because they have small pieces of land? Yes, that is a, 
That is what uh, actually is a is a constraint. In you cannot tell every farmer that you can go and produce maize. You can only produce on larger where there is isolation. Good isolation. I would want to see more farmers producing seed because it is one area that we must protect so that other farmers can have seed to produce commercial maize. However, I would still urge government to look critically through either Kenya seed, but they should critically look at the farmer and see what are the problems that the farmer has. We have many challenges with the climate change. There is a lot of um, weeds that have come in. You have a lot of doodos that have come in. And maize has a lot of challenges. Most of the time, the farmer is not benefiting. Mm -hmm. And many are actually running out of seed maize production. All right. Okay, there has been an influx of counterfeit maize seeds in the market. What do you think will be the problem? Yes, so I would say that Kenya seed is doing its best to produce good quality seed for Kenyan market. Mm -hmm. And not just Kenyan market, it is also in the regions, Rwanda, Uganda, Tanzania, and even Sudan. The problem, Faith, is everybody tries to be the, that clever person who wants to be to get rich quick. And they go either through corruption, they are trying to look for the packages for Kenya seed, and they are going to look for maize, that is even commercial maize, and they try to dress it up to look like seed maize. Mm -hmm. So Kenya seed has a lot uh, through even cafes to police to ensure that they visit even all the stockists to be sure that no seed is being sold by people who are not good stockists. Now, on a lighter note, mm -hmm. how do you manage being um, a farmer, you have your own job, being a parent, especially now that you're a single parent, you're the only parent, and also considering that you're doing large-scale farming, how do you manage? Faith, I would uh, tell you this is not a very easy a line of business. However, for me, having been, this is a, an area that I trained in. I trained as an agriculturalist through Edgerton many years ago. Uh, I have done the same job while my husband was here. Uh, and and it, has, it was more interesting when he was around because then we shared the work together. Mm -hmm. he, worked, he worked as a politician. But he worked for the people, but he had adequate time to help at the farm level. So with his having been gone for a while, definitely I miss the help and the company that we shared together. After his exit, it has been such a challenge as a mother. I think in the formative years after he's been gone, because it has been now 11 years since mm -hmm. he's been gone, in those years after immediately he went, it was such a challenge. Mm -hmm. But I have continued bringing up the children to continue farming mm -hmm. because that is my way of life. Mm -hmm. Other businesses that I do are not really my way of life. Mm -hmm. My way of life is farming. I love it, but it was better when he was there. Have you ever felt like giving up on farming? Many times mm -hmm. I have felt like giving up, but I'll tell you one thing. My children have been, I think they watched their father doing the job. My children have come in timely. Um, some have come into breeding with me. Timothy Chesira has come into breeding of the livestock. He's taken the weight. Sometimes I've left it out to him. Sometimes in terms of uh, maize, commercial, whenever I've done commercial maize, my son called Toraiti Chesire has come in. Mm -hmm. he, he trades in other uh, commodities, but he comes in time to, in terms of commercial maize production. So really I've had the great help, 
my youngest son David, who was in the States, has come back and uh, he's an economist and seems to understand the nitty-gritty of finance. Mm -hmm. So the, the children have been quite helpful when they have come in to help. Okay. Yes. Finally, what does one need to be a successful farmer? To be a successful farmer, like every other, having served in these boards, I've served in uh, Kenya Dairy Board, I've also served in HCDA, mm -hmm. Horticultural Development Authority. I did that seven years, mm -hmm. six years. Mm -hmm. Then I did a dairy after my husband left. The, the government actually with the directors uh, advised that I should join the board, mm -hmm. which I served again another six years. Mm -hmm. During the time of serving in those boards, mm -hmm. it's given me an opportunity to see the running of boards. Mm -hmm. And even in our farm, running Running it as a board has actually helped me in terms of management. Mm -hmm. We select through the board the best managers. We select, uh, we look, we, we, we invite experts to look into even milk production. They look at the performance of the every cow. I would say selecting people to do the work for you mm -hmm. is so important. Mm -hmm. I will not tell you that I'm doing the work alone. Yes, okay. I, through, I work through managers. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, irrigation systems are also being put up. So in your next visit, we'll spend more time to show you mm -hmm. the horticultural production, the grading, mm -hmm. and the exports that go from this farm. All right. Yes. This is AgriTalk Show. I've been your host, Faith Kutere. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.